You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nice. And they're like, uh, and his dad stands up. <laughs> and hey, this is a scary story. Uh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Welcome to 3 a.m. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Where we discuss and dissect the supernatural. What's the scariest thing you've encountered? That's been one of our favorite questions for years. 3 a.m. is the result of asking this question over and over again. Stories we share are typically sourced from those we know, our listeners, or personal experience. The validity of which can be determined by you, the listener. While we might not have all the answers, we find the culture and lore surrounding paranormal events and unnatural occurrences fascinating. We hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the 3AM Podcast. This is DJ. My name's Charlie. My name's Sean. Okay, so we went to Jackson, right? What, three weeks ago? Yes. Three weeks ago now. Everybody went to Jackson. If you don't know where Jackson is, it's in Wyoming. The town of Jackson is like an old cowboy kind of town. It's really cool. The town square, on each corner of the town square, there's these huge arches made out of... <laughs> Bones of dead <laughs> animals. <laughs> yeah, so PETA, um, take note. Now, um, there's, yeah, these arches of deer antlers. So very outdoorsy, very, I don't know. It's a cool town. Way cool. Yeah. It's all right. Like we said in uh, our Instagram posts, uh, our friend group has probably been to Jackson more than any other place together. Mm -hmm. We go at least once a year. Yes. Yeah. While we were in Jackson, thanks guys. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Uh, While we were in Jackson, one one thing that we really try to do with trips, which I think just greatly increases the Sean, do you have no idea where this is going? Me neither. <laughs> uh, one thing that greatly ex- uh, for us increases the quality of a trip is good food. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. right. You're right. Right. Um, and we made sure that we wanted to have good campfire food mm. because we're camping. Should so. I be telling this story? <laughs> okay. I know where this is going. Do you want to? No, continue. Okay. And uh, so 
we're planning out our meals, what we're going to do. We have this group chat going, and I suggest we have pizza. Like we bring cast dough, iron, cast iron pizza, pizza over the fire. So everyone's like, cool, let's do that. Our group is obsessed with pizza. I mean, who's not? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we have all the ingredients. We have like two or three cast iron pans going. Everybody's making their own pizza. Uh, we have all these different toppings. And everyone's hungry. Was that the day we went hiking too? Oh, dude, all day. Yeah. So we were hi- that, that was like our hiking day. Um, and it was our last night on the trip. So we're already kind of like worn down from the other activities that we had. We went whitewater rafting the day before and exploring the town and whatnot. So we're really excited to eat, especially pizza. So we're making our pizzas and Sean starts making his. He patiently waits till the end. Yeah. There's like 12 of us. Yeah. So Sean waits like an hour until he can finally make his. Yeah. Yeah. And he throws it over the fire, starts getting a little a little crusty Ooh. in the best way. Crispy. Yeah. And uh, flaky, <laughs> cheesy. Like apparently that's a sign of a good pizza. You know, like if you can lift it up on one end and like it stays like a board, Ooh. you know. So he gets it and he's not even thinking, just hungry. And just about. Just as he's about to cut it to start eating it. It looks beautiful. Like yeah. everyone's like, dang, that's so beautiful, Sean. Good job. Just as he's about to cut that beautiful pizza and start eating it, everyone's like, show us the bottom. Show us what. I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with seeing the bottom of the pizza. <laughs> this did not think, happen to anyone else. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone, apparently, I, I think somebody burnt the bottom of their pizza. So we were kind of like, judging everyone's like, how perfectly golden brown is your bottom? <laughs> And like one yeah. person came out black and it was like, man, you suck. Like you are <laughs> of no worth. So yeah, everyone was getting judged on the bottom of their pizza. So yeah. everyone's like, show us the bottom. Show, yeah, show us, us the bottom. bottom. And Sean giddy. <laughs> Sean like tips his pizza over <laughs> to show the bottom. And his pizza just falls on the dirt. <laughs> Face down. Face <laughs> down. Because <laughs> after like three hours of trying to make pizza <laughs> just a long day of hiking and the pizza yes. falls on the ground and sean we have limited like stuff we're camping yeah. so it's like dude that's your pizza yeah <laughs> and it's just face down in dirt we did have more ingredients you know but it's like that's still like somebody else's seconds you know um so that happens and everyone's just silent <laughs> and the most silent was Sean. <laughs> Dude, when Sean gets mad, Sean gets quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like just a silent rage. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to go to sleep hungry. <laughs> uh, like six and, of us jumped up. Yeah, we all rallied. We're like, no, we'll make you pizza. We'll make you pizza. So like 16 people are making one pizza for Sean. Gets done super quick. Yeah. That story ends well. Like he got a delicious pizza, but he handcrafted this one. Yeah. How did, how did the second one taste? I, I mean, you didn't taste the first one. But. <laughs> yeah, it tasted <laughs> better than the first one. Oh, good. I'm glad. Wow. It really does take a village to raise a child. <laughs> Just funny. It's funny because we all have had our things at Jackson or something where like we were kind of tipped. Like, for example, we went hiking and I rolled my ankle. <laughs> this time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't with, that? Well, I wasn't with you on the trail. Yeah. I think it was ahead. Yeah. And then you guys I, were maybe like 50 yards ahead. I'm like, dang, what, DJ like everyone really kind of is slow, out. dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we get from out the, the trees, he's like, 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dramatic. Yeah. Dramatic. I was walking pretty normally, <laughs> but it hurt. I was like, are you doing the robot? What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah. He just I, walked past us and, and Mal, DJ's girlfriend, quietly goes, um, he, he rolled his ankle. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Dropping like flies out here. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, no, I know you're trying to hold in that laugh. <laughs> I know you don't care if I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all laughing. Everyone's concerned. Uh, uh, Charles um, recently has oh, been dude. making a ton of like jokes and like trying Not to money. like say, say, I don't know, just come from the background while like we're in a group setting and like nobody hears him. So... <laughs> That's something that you've been struggling with. Uh, Talks about it. I was like, everyone, I'm gonna go behind this tent and change. No one come over here. So I go behind the tent. The hand. I go behind the tent. I look around. There's no one. So I'm like, all right, Willie out. And I straight pull my pants down. And the second it like exposes my manhood, a family of like six (laughs) walks out of nowhere right by me. And I'm like, and just (laughs) jump into the tent as fast as I could. But I. Basically expose myself to minors. Don't tell the cops. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Jokes in the background. Uh, I was just talking about how nobody's been uh, validating you in your jokes recently. What are you talking about? That was you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was me first before Jackson. But then recently it switched to you. This weird thing has been happening where we'll hang out and one of us will be making jokes all night and it feels like no one is laughing at them. (laughs) Either like nobody hears us, which sucks. Everybody's been in that. Or they're not funny, which is worse. More likely. More likely. More likely. Yeah, for you. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember specifically. I just remember it happening and I was like, dang, this is what DJ felt like. (laughs) This does hurt. Uh, It is debilitating, (laughs) to say the least. When you crack a joke in crickets, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, wow. Big dead fatality. And yet we do this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, the other day. Oh, yeah. What happened, bro? Oh, oh I'll get to that in a second. God damn it. <laughs> the other day, I get out of bed. I wake up. There's a pair of jeans I was wearing on yesterday. So I pull the jeans on and I feel something in the pant leg. And I push my whole leg through and out pops the biggest spider in the world. It was just in my pant leg and it hits the ground. I jump and scream and it runs right under my bed. Like the quickness. <laughs> Burn the bed. Out of here. Yeah. Burn the house. Burn yeah. the house. But I yeah, scared the hell out of MJ and she was like, what the hell's happening? I was like, there was a, a huge spider in my pant leg. It touched my hairs. It touched me. <laughs> it was so gross. That's so funny. I was pissed. I had, I had to tell you guys. Just Aragog. <laughs> In your in your forbidden forest. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh man, see, I've been. I've see, been, I'm oh. kind of funny. I'm kind of funny. DJ really turns it on when we start recording. Uh, I've been running. Cool. Flex on all you, all you non-runners. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's like a. Uh, I've talked about this place before, but there's like a oh. nature place near my home. Okay. It's pretty big. Like you could get lost in it. This That's is where is. this is where Charles found the um, the random hut, hut structure. Yeah. Which right when I talked about it on the podcast, I went back completely gone. Yeah. It was some They're weird watching. little. I don't know. It was weird. It was strange. It was, it's weird. It was eerie. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was so weird. That's where I've been running, but I usually run during the day like a normal human. <laughs> the other night I was super restless so i was like all right 
I'm going to go run. So I go out. It's about nine. So it's dark. I'm in the middle of a Stephen King book. So I'm just listening to Stephen King in the, <laughs> in the dark alone. It's already it's eerie. And I get out there and I can hear something through my headphones. And I take it off. And I kid you not, I hear doom, 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 just drums. Jumanji. <laughs> I'm like the PCC. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fijian village. Uh, just Polynesians. But I, 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 it took me like five minutes to figure out what was going on. There's a drum circle somewhere out there. It was just doom, 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 doom. And I could tell there was like multiple people doing it. So I was like, it's what? a drum line, dude. Yeah. So it's just a drum circle of <laughs> hippies Nick, or Nick cultists. <laughs> Nick out there proved himself. One band, one sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen it. So you I'm missing not, out, I'm bro. I'm not entertaining you. Uh, that and Stomp the Yard. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Quality movies. So I'm like, that's it's it's eerie already. Like there's a drum circle out here. I don't know. I'm weirded out. So I'm running down pitch black pass. There's no lights out here imagine a small path trees coming in over you and you're just like basically in a tunnel of trees mm-hmm. and you can't see anything you're in a Spoopy. forest so i'm running with my headphones Stephen king book is getting scarier i'm like why have i done this thing <laughs> <laughs> and i've run so far i can't just turn around i have to like finish the loop <laughs> and all of a sudden i see something move in the path and i jump I move back faster than I've ever moved in my life. And I see something black just dart into the path. And it's a skunk. <laughs> and it's right by me. And I've never been. I, I think I would be. I was more scared than a skunk than a human. It was terrifying. It like lifted its tail, turned around. I just went back as fast as Hell I could. Hell no. But I had to go forward. <laughs> like I couldn't go back. Because like where I was in the loop, it would be like twice as long to go back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I waited for like 10 minutes. I picked up some gravel and just started throwing it in the path. (laughs) And then finally I like mustered all the courage I had. I was like, okay, you got to do this. And I just start walking and I could see where it kind of went. I couldn't really tell because it's like pitch black. And the second I got to close to where it was, I just ran as fast as I could. (laughs) After like 10 seconds, the entire valley smelled like skunk. Like Uh. I think it led it off like right after me. And I was Mm. paranoid it was on me. Turns out I wasn't, but anyway. I was wondering what that smell was. I did bro. get chased. Yeah, I texted the guys and I was like, I just got chased in the forest. They're like, what? I was like, I'll tell you on the podcast. <laughs> I definitely didn't think it was a skunk when yeah, you said that. Yeah, I didn't that. think so either. It's but I promise you, skunks are scary. Yeah. Dude, that 100%. Scary. Yeah. Nobody trying to smell like that. Um, You didn't find out what the drum circle was, though? No, I think it was just some dirty definitely hippies. Definitely was or drum line. Yeah. Some dirty hippies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I That's don't redundant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, the drumming was JK, not that good. We love you. <laughs> the drumming was not that good. <laughs> no, dude. I was listening for a second. I was like, damn, y'all are off. There's a reason you out here practicing. I didn't know drums could be out of tune. <laughs> wow. One band. 12 <laughs> sounds. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know uh, I was just judging them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you couldn't hear anything with your AirPods, though. I, well, that, I took it out because I was like, what's going on? And then I finally figured out it was a mm. freaking weird drum circle, dude. Mm. Um, we have in the studio today uh, one of my best friends. Uh, have grown up with him. He's my cousin, actually. Um, oh wow! Since we were like retracts best friend, kids. just cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, he's just my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we share blood or something. <laughs> Kamalani and his beautiful wife Nani. So, hey, you hear some giggling in the back. Aloha. Thank you for laughing. <laughs> Yeah. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Goodbye. <Yeah. laughs> Rude. 
I'm good to move on. I'm good. It's roll time. Oh, wait. Waiting. Guys, I just want to say I love our listeners. I love the group. I love the engagement. All the time we get messages from people, people send us funny memes, um, making fun of Sean. Uh, did you see that one? <laughs> Uh, the DiGiorno one? No, dude. I tried to leave oh, it up. that one too, yeah. <laughs> I did see the DiGiorno. <laughs> Dig yourself deeper into the hole. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, no, there was another one. I kept leaving it on unread because I was like, Sean's got to see this. But finally, I like, couldn't help uh, it. Yeah, I guess I didn't see that one then. Then you should look at it. While you look at it, uh, what I'm saying is I love our listeners. And the community that's growing is super exciting. I'm happy with where it's going. I have some community news. Our last, ep- our last 3 p.m. episode was with Spooky Bands. Uh, when we posted our shirt announcement, Spooky was commenting. A lot of other listeners were commenting. And Tone Mob was mm-hmm. commenting. Tone Mob is uh, a longtime listener. Yeah. And he he's w- a contributor. Yeah. Contributor. He's a patron. But, uh, he also runs his own podcast where he reviews a bunch of music gear. So we've dropped, we've dropped a... A shout out to him before, if that sounds familiar. But Sean and I got a drink with him in Portland once. Yeah. Super cool dude. Uh, a lot of really encouraging words. Anyway, he messages me today and he's like, man, the internet is a crazy place. And I was like, well, why? And he said, I just finished throwing down some tracks that are going to be on Spooky Band's next song. Wow. Oh, cool. It's dude. like they met through us and they like did a song together. Wow. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. That's wow. dope. Yeah. That's really awesome. Dude. This is fun. Anyway, you <laughs> listeners are the best. I hope each of you are doing well. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Yeah. Uh, this is just us having fun. So we're glad that some people are finding fun in it as well. I'm st- always so surprised someone listens. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, okay. I don't, I don't get it. Dude. <laughs> I seriously don't get it. You're dumb, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to roll our 20-sided die, determine who tells their story in what order. Highest goes first. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you are needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, We want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest Uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. Uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am and you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash 3am. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Charlie got a five. Seventeen. Eleven. So it's going to go Sean, me, Charles. 
Cool. All right, Sean, you up. All right, guys. So tonight I got a story from an old homie. Gave us another story before. Welcome back, horror gamer. (laughs) (laughs) Horror gamer. H-0-R-R-0-R-G-A-M-3-R. Oh, the elite language. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So when... Can you refresh me about his old one? I I can't remember. Oh, camping. Right? Horror gamer gave us a story on cats taking L. Oh, never mind. (laughs) I thought it was the one where it was like the mountains... The animal parts, but take that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, his was the one with the ghost pulling the cat by the tail. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cat's taken out. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this next story that he shared happened when he was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And he said that he and his family would go and visit his grandparents every year, every other year almost, who lived in Richmond, Virginia. And his grandparents lived in kind of a little house that used to be like a corner store. And it was a pretty successful corner store until one day the husband and the owner of this corner store went out to go and get supplies. His wife was the one to open up the store. While she was doing so, robbers came in, robbed, robbed her, and murdered her. Oh, for not just robbers. <laughs> Yeah, they, they started as uh, robbers. Killers. <laughs> wait, wait, how long ago was this? He doesn't say. He doesn't say. But it's his grandparents, so you got to imagine. His grandparents lived in that. It was a house when they bought it. So it had at some point become converted into a house from this corner store, probably shortly after this all happened. Mm-hmm. So they killed her, robbed the place, and the way that they killed her was pretty gruesome as well. They ended up cutting her head off. So these are some pretty gnarly robbers gross dude yeah. i feel like and now i'm an expert remember so <laughs> uh, I, I feel like you don't go in to rob a place and cut a human's head off i feel like there's there's a gap there i, I feel like yeah that i'm hoping that definitely, not just her neck that's a huge jump but i think you can just stop at you don't go in to rob a place <laughs> i mean we've all been there right <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we have so the thing that like stands out most about this, though, besides the decapitation, is she was wearing a black dress at the moment of her murder. Oh, dude. This is every ingredient for the best urban legend. It's like she knew it was coming or something. She's like, <laughs> I feel like I need to get ready for tonight. <laughs> I got to dress to the occasion. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Okay. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Do y'all ever get super paranoid about like dying and then being caught? Like, like I'm always, I always have the thought when I'm driving and a song's playing, like if I died, the paramedics would like hear me listening to yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I've thought about that okay. before. I thought you were trolling me. Like, like now's not a good time to die. Cause I will look <laughs> like wild. when I'm breaking like my diet. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I have like six pizza pockets in the microwave. Yeah, like we found gluten in his stomach <laughs> yeah. in the autopsy. Yeah, no, I have no shame ever. So it's like they they could see me cooking hot pockets. I could be listening to Katy Perry. You can be dropping pizza ass, on dude. the ground. <laughs> no matter what, drop if I pizza. die, <laughs> drop the pizza. Uh, I told you this. I was in Spain, and my friend's dad tr- tried to pass a car, and we narrowly missed another car. Like his wife screamed, we screamed. I thought I was dying, 
And all I could think about was the they're going to find us in September ends by Green Day is playing. And I was so <laughs> pissed. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be listening to this while I mm. die. I mean, that's kind of funny, but my friend Sean's telling a story here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> get on with your story. <laughs> sorry, whore gamer. Sorry, Sean. Carry on. Yeah, sorry. Back to the story, guys. So uh, he uh, remembered that both his grandparents and his dad had kind of wild stories of things that would happen to them in the house. And he's kind of a skeptic, too, before anything happens. He's like, mm, I don't know if that would really happen. His dad told him a story of a time he and his wife were there staring, staying at the house. And his wife ends up waking up one night to someone choking her. And when they both wake up, they see just kind of this dark figure wearing a black dress without a head. So this is the story that's being relayed to him. He's very skeptical. So him and his wife saw this? Horror Gamer's dad and his yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Both saw that. Now, obviously going to this house, they're going to be telling all of the stories, right? Like mm-hmm. this is going to be a whole week of just scary, spooky storytelling. And he said, yeah, they would go every other year or so. But uh, they stayed there for a few days. And during the time that he was there, they heard plenty of scary stories and specifically about the woman in black. Now, the last night that they're there, they're all sitting down in the dining room, obviously telling scary stories about the woman in black, when all of a sudden they hear this thumping, like steps, like heavy, like slow, heavy steps coming from upstairs. And then that sound gets to the top of the stairs and starts walking down just slow, heavy thumping, and then it stops. They're all kind of like, this is a little creepy right now, but wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, are looking at this kind of, they're in the dining room here. The stairs are coming from upstairs and those front doors. (laughs) I mean, it could be going downstairs. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. So sorry. Can they not see the foot of the stairs from where they're sitting? They can see the foot of the stairs, but they can't see up it. Got you. Okay. So it's not like an exposed one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it it goes down to the front door. So once they hear the sound stop, the deadbolt on the front door opens. And the chain on the door gets slid back and lifted off. Nice. And they're like, uh, and his dad stands up. (laughs) And... Hey, this is a scary story. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So the deadbolt. So his dad gets up and he walks over to the foot of the stairs and looks up. He stands there for a split second, and then Horror Gamer says his dad's face turns white. And instantly, he starts booking it for the door. They all start freaking out because their dad, Bye. the one who went to go check it out, is just running. leaving? My family. Just GTFOing right now. Holy. So they all instantly start like getting up from their chairs, and they hear the stomping again. And it's starting from upstairs once again. Oh, back upstairs? Like it's all the way back upstairs. 
Thump, 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 thump. And then starts coming back down the stairs. Thump, 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 thump. And this time they see the bottom of a black gown at the foot of the stairs as they're all running out the door. Now he's like 10 years old. So he's kind of being dragged out. And as he's being dragged out, he like takes the time to turn around and look. And he sees a woman standing at the foot of the stairs, headless with a black dress. And he said, eight people were all sitting there in the dining room. They all saw the same thing. At least the black gown. He didn't say if anyone else turned around to look, though. Yeah. But that second time, she was, like, chasing them. She went faster. She went faster that second time. She's making headway. Oh, gosh, damn you. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. So they never ended up going and visiting again, though. <laughs> that was the last night they stayed there. Shortly after, his grandma passed away before their next yearly visit. And grandpa passed away shortly after that as well. But Wait, his grandma? Yeah, his grandma and grandpa who lived in the place. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So they'd make a yearly visit. This yeah. was the last night of that year. Hmm. So before they came back to visit, grandma passed away. So they didn't make that visit the next year. Yeah. Now, that's as far as he knows what's happened. Eventually... Grandpa moved out before passing away. I think he was in a like a home after that, after his wife passed away, his grandma. So. <laughs> Bro, I straight thought you were going to say the thumping was her like rolling her head down the stairs. Ooh. That's what I kept imagining is like. Thun, dun, dun, dun. That's a good one. <laughs> So retell one. it, but that's the way you should. Not kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry, horror game. No. That that was not his story, though. So like, creative liberties will take that. <laughs> yeah, um, that reminded me of Hereditary, like in the attic. What part? Don't, 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 don't. Oh, I hate that. Also, when she's chasing him through the house and she's like banging her head on the ceiling. Ugh. Oh, so scary, dude. <laughs> There's a moment that happens when everything is like fun and games. At least this is for me. Probably Sean, you don't. Until you don't uh, possess this quality, (laughs) (laughs) but when someone in your group you can tell is actually scared, that kind of electricity like hits me hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you're like all joking around, it's like kind of spooky. And then someone you see like actually screams out of terror. It like changes, changes it all for me. So you talking about the dad going white and then running, I would be like, Oh, instantly like, uh, I'm out. Especially your father. It's like, what he didn't even say if his dad was like oh we need to get out of here he just no, said he his dad did. just <laughs> runs <laughs> bro i would you would need therapy after that <laughs> like, what the god has forsaken me yeah. <laughs> like, i gotta go get cigarettes oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, head away mm. oh god that was awesome yeah no thanks horror gamer for that uh, scary story. Yeah. It was real spooky. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> was that you? That's me for tonight. Ooh. Okay. For me, thank you, Sean. Uh, it also comes from another listener. Her name's Sarah. Oh. And she's either from or lives in New Jersey. Hey. Right now. Um, she shouted. Joy Z. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking here. We get Wawa and we drink water. Wooder, <laughs> water. Water. <laughs> and we to go on the beach (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, (laughs) sorry she shouted you out what the 
Yeah. No, shout out Sarah. She's sending a, she sent in a couple stories. Ooh. So I think this is the first one that we're sharing. I'm going to try to share the second one another time. I'm just going to get right into the story. So, so Sarah is, uh, this is her first night in her sorority house. Ooh. Hell yeah. Yeah. So she's in her sorority house and, uh, I guess, uh, some of her friends got in as well. So they're moving in and she's in, uh, her friend's room and a couple of them are there just chilling and she's helping set up like her friend's TV. She's wearing this, uh, like big oversized t-shirt and spandex. And as she's facing the wall, setting up the TV, whatever, she feels a tug on the back of her shirt. And she looks around. All her friends are there on the couch, chilling. Like a good distance. Like nobody could have come and reached out and tugged on her. What if they're like one of those T-Rex ones? Like the T-Rex mouth that you can <laughs> reach pincher. from really far yeah. away? When you and get out like six flags for 20 bucks? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> ask Sarah. Yeah, we'll ask Sarah. <laughs> See how the story unfolds. Um, Sarah, Sarah's hilarious. I was laughing during the, like reading this story like an idiot. Um, she says, when I told them about it, these non-believing hoe asses called, <laughs> called me crazy. Yeah, hoe asses. <laughs> so I decided to tuck my shirt into my spandex like tight. Nice. <laughs> to prove <laughs> uh, to prove to them that there was a ghosty messing with me. <laughs> So she resumes uh, her, 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 yeah, <laughs> her duties, uh, setting up the TV, and she feels another tug, and it's harder. And it happens so quickly, her shirt comes out of her spandex. Oh, yeah. So at that point, they believe her, <laughs> her friends. Um, the hoasses. The hoasses, yeah. She said this ghosty was constantly pulling pranks on all of us that lived in the house, which sounds like us. We've talked about that before. If we became ghosts, we would instantly just troll, troll us. Yeah, bro. If you're gonna have haunt a place, a sorority's like you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to take her shirt off. It's creeping, dude. I don't know. It could be a sorority girl or something. We'll see. Um, <laughs> no means no. Yeah, that, that is right. Boo means boo. <laughs> Okay. Uh, she said there's a lot of stuff that's happening in this house. Hmm. Nothing that's like malevolent, her, uh, super malevolent, but hmm. just noticeable, obvious, and out of the ordinary. Uh, she said constantly people would get locked out of their rooms. She said it got to the point where she like had a sign on her door and she like taped a key to the back of the sign so she could get in. She said I would be super conscious of not locking my door and I'd leave, come back and it's, it's locked. You know? She said there's one time that she lost her car keys in her bed. Like she remembers the last time she had it was in her bed. She couldn't find it. So she like stripped her whole bed, took off all the sheets, the blankets, pillows, whatever. Couldn't find it. So that sucks. <laughs> Has to put her bed back together. And she said, she said out loud, or I can't remember if she said out loud or in her head, but she asked this ghost to please give my car keys back. And after she set up her bed, she moves the comforter over and the keys are on the bed. She said, this is where it gets fun. Ooh. She said she was laying on her bed, getting ready to go to sleep when she sees a girl at the foot of her bed, a young girl. And this little girl had an old dress, 
blonde hair, a black headband, and no face. Oh. Alarming. Yeah. Yeah. This is the where she remind you, she said this is where the fun begins. Oh. She says, This is exactly what she said. She says, I was pumped as shit. <laughs> Because I live for the supernatural experience. Dude, she just opens her eyes. She's like, yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. Yeah. That's why I pledged here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Beta Gamma Y. No, yeah. No. <laughs> she says, I was pumped because I live for the supernatural experiences. So when she reached out for me, I just kind of accepted it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Consensual. Yeah. So, <laughs> take me. Uh, she reaches out and she just uh, accepts it. Uh, she said, I know this sounds really crazy, but we were having a conversation and it was all in my head. While we were talking, it felt and seemed like she was transferring her memories to me. Wow. I could see things in my head. Like I was visualizing like super vividly things that were going on that I've never seen personally. And I know it was coming from her from this conversation. That's crazy. Yeah. And what happened was baby girl was taken by an older woman. She said the older woman seemed like a nanny or something like that and was shot in the face. Left the girl was shot in the face? Mm-hmm. Shot in the face, left buried in the field where our house was built. She was about five or six years old when all of this happened and was never found. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She said the next day after all of that happened, she told her roomies none of them believed her. So that was that for a whole year. A year later, I guess this new school year, new new pledges coming Ooh. through. And she says, <laughs> she says, uh, you got some fresh ho asses. Yeah. She said, uh, I was still living in the sorority house and we had a new member or a new pledge move into the sorority house and didn't know anything about the ghosties because we try not to tell people about our haunted house until they're at least initiated. <laughs> Lock them in first. Yeah, dude, how disrespectful. <laughs> like, dude, like... So this, uh, these new pledges are in the house. By and, the way. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't told her experience that happened a year ago to any of the new people yet. Uh, she said a couple weeks go by or something. She comes back from long day of school. She walks into the house and her roommate says uh, about one of the new pledges. I think her name's Gia. She said, you'll never guess what happened to Gia. And instantly Sarah felt a connection and said, oh my Lord, you saw her, didn't you? And Gia explains her whole experience. She was laying in her bed, exact same thing. Sees the same girl with the dress, blonde hair, headband, no face, except Gia told her to go away. <laughs> I guess she complied. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, and nothing happened further outside of that. But that just like, that was, a, I think it sounded like that was the first time that somebody experienced the same thing that she did. So it like validated Heck, her. Yeah. Yeah. Because she dealt with that experience for a year. You know, nobody else can relate, which sucks. But uh, that was Sarah's story about the sorority house. It's a little short, but it uh, it was also somewhat kind of comforting, almost. Mm. Like it wasn't a malicious spirit. I think she was just trying to share her story, like make people aware of 
what happened and not forget her or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Your thoughts. Uh, first question, are you a Gia or a Sarah? Mm, probably closer to Sarah because I'm like, I don't really believe this is happening, so I'll prove it. Ooh. I, I want to be a Sarah, but I think I'd be a Gia. Have I, I can't remember if we've talked about this, whether like just us or on the podcast, but I, I feel like I've. Ex- Which is 90% of my thoughts lately. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, have I shared this on the pod? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since we get hush hush about our stories, like in real life, it's like, oh, I, we'll start to tell a story. We'll be like, oh no, I gotta save it for the podcast. <laughs> go away, go away. Yeah. <laughs> um, like when I am, ex- I've gotten to the point where, because I grew up having a lot of sleep paralysis, and I've gotten to the point where I know when it's coming, I know when it's like stop it and wake up before it gets like really intense. And I feel that feeling coming on to me. It's like just like this pressure on my body and I like it gets to the point where I almost can't move, can't breathe. But um, I don't know what it was, but I can't remember where I was either. But maybe like two months ago, I got like this overwhelming like feeling where something is telling me is like, just like let it happen. Like I heard, like I was hearing in my head, like over and over. It's just, just like, submit. yeah, just like, <laughs> just go with it. But it didn't feel like bad or evil. It was like, it almost felt like there's something on the other side of this. And if I go through with it, like I'll learn something or like experience something new mm. and good. Maybe that was false, you know? Yeah. You might gain some knowledge, you might yeah. say. But I was feeling a little more like, like a, a snake with an apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, feeling a little bit like Sarah and it happened uh, in because I was getting it multiple times that night. Hmm. And after the first time I woke up and I I started getting those feelings and thoughts. So it came a second time and I was like trying to push it further and further. Just like, or not push it, just like allow it to happen. But at the last second, I would like pull myself out of it. (laughs) Yeah. And that happened like three or four times in the middle of the night. Huh? So I don't know. I don't always feel like that, like a Sarah, but uh, you can relate to her in that instant. Yeah, I can. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it depends I little, on mood too. Like if I'm just like, nah, I'm not, just yes, go away. I'm trying to go to bed. I'm trying to sleep right now. Learn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess but, what I'm saying, I don't judge either of them. Like I understand both sides. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, it's, that's a crazy story. Yeah. It's always so satisfying when something unrelated to you, uh, someone who wasn't there, didn't know anything just completely validates your experience and they're like yo i saw a red hat and balloon you're like that's exactly what i saw yeah but that's cool yeah uh yeah thank you sarah she said she's always been sensitive to like spirits and we've talked about the gift before so she said her whole life she's had that she said uh she has a story where she like conjured her own poltergeist as a teenager something like that oh something weird you know (laughs) kind of funny kind of strange there's things called funny (laughs) tulpas Tulpas? Yeah, tulpas. How do you spare, spell it? Spare it. I think you spare <laughs> I just, it. I just pulled a U. Yeah, that's a, that's me. You spare it. Um, T-U-L-P-A. Tulpa. Tulpa. Yeah. Okay. And um, Mysterious Universe have talked about tulpas a lot. I think they're kind of an old, no, they're not a cryptid. I don't know. They're an old subject in, in like paranormal. Um, they go back a long way. And I could never understand what they were saying because yeah. they're like, they're Australian, so they'd be like, Tulpa. And I was like, what are you saying? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And I, I finally it. figured it out. But basically what it is is like you can bring something into existence through thought. So if you start 
imagining and believing that there's like a dark force that action will like materialize yeah and then the more it will like feed more and more the more you believe yeah that's basically like rando nodding or the secret that we've talked about yeah yeah so that's cool uh sarah real quick said also charles guess where my sorority house is (gasps) go dogs fresno what so who Not, not affiliated. Bulldogs. <laughs> Bulldog. Fresno Bulldogs. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That makes it way more scary. Yeah. <laughs> and believable. Are you familiar with like the the sororities up in Fresno? No. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. 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 I've been to those. <laughs> yeah. When she said spandex, I was like, ooh, Fresno. <laughs> That's where that is. <laughs> no, I do not. Sorry. Huh. That's cool. That's crazy. That sucks. She went to Fresno. That's trash. <laughs> That's so sorry. The, that's the scariest detail. Yeah. <laughs> From New Jersey to Fresno. Ugh. <laughs> sorry. Cool. Is that you? Uh, that's me. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. To start, what's the craziest thing you've seen in church? In church? Yeah. Or church related. Uh, a homeless man. <laughs> uh, come on, he pointed at me. Homeless man sleeping uh, in our church. I think you told us once, but refresh the. So I wasn't there to slackers. discover him, but I, we were playing like hide and go seek. And Mormon churches, for all you sinners out there, <laughs> um, dude, Mormon, the biggest jokes. <laughs> Mormon churches are huge. Like they have twenty rooms for like classes for like all different ages and and whatnot. There's like the main chapel, and a lot of them have like big. Uh, gyms inside the church just for multiple uses whether it's like a big dinner party uh, or just playing basketball just a bunch of random stuff and uh we would always every like christmas we'd have like a a big christmas dinner with the people in the congregation and all the kids would play uh hide and go seek into the hallways outside of the the gym the best the best dude the best we turn off the lights and it'd be all spooky kamani in the back is smiling because that was like Half of our childhood. Um, and in the uh, gym, there's a, there's a stage as well. And there's these big, like, velour draped curtains uh, that come down. And they were closed. So the stage, uh, if it's not in use, the lights are off. And in the stage, there's uh, ladders on both sides in the back. Uh, one goes to electrical and one goes to air conditioning. And the air conditioning was huge. And it had vents that ran throughout the whole church. And then there's a door to the roof upstairs. So we're familiar with this. These are all the good hiding spaces and whatnot. But one of our friends is climbing up the ladder to the air conditioning room. And he opens the door and he climbs on top of like the the air conditioning and goes to the vent. And he finds half-eaten food just inside the vent. This vent is big enough where you can crawl through. And uh, they find a homeless man there. (laughs) Yeah. And it freaks him out, and we tell uh, the bishop, and he takes care of it. And, Does the Christ-like thing. And kicks his ass out. Mur- murders him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah, he. I, I think he became a member. Did he become a member? Yeah. Yeah, he got <laughs> no baptized. No way. Yeah. He, he needed a place to stay. Yeah, and like, stay here, but you got to get baptized, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to take a bath in the yeah. waters of baptism. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ensign, he's going to have story it. up. Dog. Yeah. This is crazy. Well, he got kicked off the premises for a little bit. Yeah, he got kicked off for a little bit. Yeah, he kept coming back. Yeah. 
picked up a kid and screamed at him. <laughs> okay, so come on. Maybe the kid deserved it. Oh, yeah. Was he the bishop at the time? Uh, he was or stick like, president? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Kalani is saying that this man apparently picked up a kid and, like, screamed at him. <laughs> okay. It was me. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. She hate when that happens? What? When the homeless pick you up and scream at you. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. But to answer your question, that was maybe the scariest thing that happened. Nice. Cause like hide and go seek, and it's like you. We found you, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, you weren't supposed to play with us. <laughs> Sean, do you have any crazy things or no? Pretty lax. Yeah, I don't really have anything. I don't know if I've ever told you guys. Oh, I've told you guys. I don't know if I've told you on pod. Oh my gosh. So like members of the congregation get their chance to come up and speak and like share their thoughts on the gospel, how it's touched their life, how it's worked for them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So these are just regular people, like. In the community, there was a young dude moved into the ward and he's giving a talk. It's very droning. It's boring. I was like 11, so I was not paying attention. I was playing the dot game. I was drawing on the program and something in my heart spoke, a still small voice. (laughs) And it said, pay attention to the talk. Like start paying attention. So I was like, what? So I look up and instantly I can tell something's wrong. Everyone on the stand is like dressed and this guy is like hunched over leaning on the podium talking to the mic like like he's talking i don't know like he's burying Burying his his soul soul. yeah and he the cadence of how he's talking is just so odd he's saying things like me my mother stopped on the side of the road popped the hood flames our car was on fire just like sharing (laughs) traumatic events from his life and i'm trying to figure this all out (laughs) just staring up at him an adult needs to do something. <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to change the names. He goes, and Stacy, I want to apologize to you. And Stacy is a woman in the congregation sitting like three rows back. She's also sitting right next to her husband. Mm. She goes, Stacy, I need to apologize to you and your family. I love you. <laughs> I've had these feelings ever since I've known you. And I know that they're wrong. And I'm just like, <gasps> and everyone in the congregation is like paralyzed. Just <laughs> watching this kind of weird dude profess his love to a married woman by her husband. <laughs> dude, I think I blacked out what happened next because I saw what I needed to see. I can't remember how it ends. I just remember he stayed in that ward forever. <laughs> it was just like mad awkward. <laughs> but yeah. So that's one of the craziest things I've seen. You've seen someone pass out like during giving a speech. They like (laughs) lock their knees. (laughs) Anyway, my story tonight takes place in Hawaii. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) More specifically near BYU, Hawaii. And if you guys didn't know, BYU is like a Mormon school. And there's like three of them. One in Idaho, one in Utah, and one in Hawaii. (laughs) Randomly. Yeah. So, DJ, what's uh, it's in a city called Laia, right? Or purposefully, if oh. you're a believer. <laughs> it's in Laia, right? Yeah. Laia is like little Utah in Hawaii. Everyone there is Mormon. Everything's closed on Sunday. Uh, and everyone there is, it's like Polynesian Central in Hawaii. Everywhere else in Hawaii, you're either Hawaiian or white or Asian. 
<laughs> but like the north side in La Ie is like mostly Polynesian. Hmm. So what's it like geographically and all that? Like North Shore? It's the complete opposite side of Waikiki and Honolulu. Very country, super chill. Probably my favorite drive on planet Earth, like driving up to La Ie because it's like literally right on like the beach, the road. And it's just two lanes, one for each way. And driving up there, you're like on the beach for like 45 like minutes. The most Blue beautiful beach on your right. And on the left, it's just country. green, green mountains. And oh, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Nice. But yeah, Laia is a small town. Almost everybody knows each other. Good place. And a lot of transitory or like uh, students coming in and out. Yeah. BYU, I don't know if this is part of your story or uh, pertinent. But uh, BYU Hawaii is like a gateway for a lot of the like international students to get like a lot of international students go to BYUH. And from there, they try to work in the States and then get citizenship. So there's a big population of people from all over Asia, uh, a lot like even Europe, like just all over the world. But It's super cu- uh, like culturally diverse. Mm-hmm. Okay. This story is 2013. At BYUH. And this happened to someone I know pretty closely or pretty dearly. 2013? 2013. So you might you might know people who were there at the time. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Because I graduated 2010. So I still had a ton of homies in school at that time. Like when I heard this story, I was like, are you sh-? like, <laughs> it's so crazy. I was like, like, dude, what? And, and I was like, I know people who went there and they're like, ask. They'll know this. This happened. Mm. I was like, okay. Anyway. So we're going to call her Jess. I have an idea. Uh, Keep going. Like of what the story might be about. Okay. But go. All right. So Jess is going to, she's like living in Laie in like BYUH housing. She's kind of on and off going to church, trying to discover her own, you know, path. Um, So Sunday she's not going. Some Sunday she is going. This happened at the end of summer. So everyone had like flown home. So it was super unpopulated and the wards were super scarce, you know, not a lot of people. And it was right around this time. People were starting to fly back, but not everyone had been back. So she's in this ward, super small numbers, and they're all hanging out at the house. She lives with like three or four or five girls or something. And they're all talking about this kid. And she said to protect him, we're going to call him Jason. He was a younger student. I think he may have been international. And they were all just, she said, quote, talking shit about Jason. Just all this stuff. Now, she knew of Jason, but she didn't know Jason directly. She said, I don't even know if I ever said, like, direct words to him. But he was friends with some of my friends. And like you said, everyone knows each other. It's pretty it's pretty tight-knit. So she was, she was very aware of him. So Jason, they said, had started saying a lot of weird things in church. And, like, during lessons and stuff, he would chime in. And everything he was saying was, like... The world's going to end. The world's ending soon. And which if he was doing that in 2020, I'd be like, like, for sure, dude. Not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is 2013. So he's sharing that. He's kind of getting on people's radar and they're just like, you know, they're talking crap about him. And Jess is like, dude, don't judge him. Like, whatever. They hated him because he told the truth. (laughs) (laughs) All Pharisees then. (laughs) And then it kind of kicks up a little. So he starts sharing revelations he's been receiving in his dreams. Oh, <laughs> Sean laughs at him. <laughs> well, that's like, that's almost like next level. It's like, 
I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it is almost like it's next level. <laughs> so Jess at the time is studying psychology and philosophy. So she hears these things and she's like perked up. She's like, this is super fascinating, super interesting. So then after a couple of days, everyone starts saying how, have you seen Jason? Have you, have you been seeing him? Apparently Jason just starts walking all up and down North shore all day long. He'll just walk from one town to another. And people are like, if you pass him, he's talking to himself. And every once in a while, he'll stop and stare up into the sky and just have a conversation. So something's up. Then it kind of escalates a little bit. He starts aggressively approaching everyone in church and warning them and being like, we've got, we've got to do something. Like the end is coming. We've got to start preparing. And he's frantic and people are like, calm down, dude. And he's like, no, no, you, you're not listening to me. Like, we've got to do something. The end is coming. And it's like he's stuck in this loop and he truly believes it. And he is taking it upon himself to like warn everyone. Wow. That's, uh, I feel sorry. Okay. So it's uneasy. Everyone's like, dude, something's up. It's very obviously he's in distress. He needs some attention. So the bishop starts meeting with him a ton one-on-one. And they're having these really long conversations. Meanwhile, everyone's talking shit, right? Like, what a freak. (laughs) Okay. Fast Sunday rolls around. Jess wakes up. She's feeling spiritual, feeling one with the island, but she's not feeling church. So she says she throws her skirt to the side, throws on some tennis shoes, dips. She has her backpack. um, She has her phone. She's just walking. She's going to walk to the store. She actually said like before she decided to leave, it was almost like a whim, like a random thought in her head was just go explore today. And she was going to ignore it, but she like at the last second was like, okay, and just decided to go. And I think she decided to kind of just follow her feelings. So as she's like walking towards the store, her phone is just, mm, mm. so she's like ah, super annoyed because her roommates, every time she skips church, All of them blow her up like, hey, we missed you today. (laughs) I heard a thought in church today and I thought of you. So she's like super annoyed at this because they were pretty aggressive in there in their uh, fellowshipping. No, I really thought about you. (laughs) So she keep just keeps on walking. She goes to the store. She gets some Gatorade, gets like a snack, comes out of the store. And again, hmm, hmm. Super pissed. She walks around to the back of the store and behind the store, there's a, there's an alley. No one's back there. Right at the edge of the alley is jungle, which is wilderness that DJ was talking about. So she's like, Oh, kneels down, takes her backpack off, throws her phone on silent, throws it into her backpack. As she zips up her backpack, she said, all of a sudden, I knew I wasn't alone. I knew there was someone super close to me and I knew it was Jason. This is before she's looked up. So she freezes, slowly looks over. She said about five feet. She sees black shoes. She scans up and sees black pants. Then a black shirt until she looks into Jason's face. She said, I did not expect to see what I saw. Quote, the entire world stopped. 
when she looked into Jason's face. She said, his entire eyes were black. There was no whites in his eyes. And he had a grin ear to ear. She said the only word to describe what she saw was demonic. So she's kneeling down, looking up at Jason, and he's just full on with jet black eyes. She said, I I had no idea what to do. She's paralyzed with fear. She's physically, emotionally, and like spiritually defenseless. She has no idea what to do. Especially spiritually, because she should have been at church. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's sinning. She said, as I'm looking at him, she said, I had the strongest impression. He could like look inside my head and he knew my thoughts. So she said she's in this position and all she knows, she has like no idea what's happening. The only thing she knows is the next moves I made are going to be some of the most important ones I ever make. So she does the only and first thing that comes to her mind. And she says, I decided to try and love him. So she says, super gently, are you okay? I feel like you need someone to listen to you. And she said, instantly, his face changes. He goes from smiling to terrified. And he's just, his eyes are super wide and he's confused and terrified. And she continues, what are you doing out here? Do you want to sit and tell me about it? And she said again, instantly, his face changes and he's grinning again. So she goes, I knew now more than ever, like this, I had to act now. And she goes, Jason, will you let me go to the store? I forgot something and I need to go back to the store. So she slowly stands up and he does not break eye contact the whole time. She said she took like three or four steps back and said, I'm going to grab it. Maybe we can share it. And then she realizes she thinks inside, if I can just get to the corner of the store, I'll be okay. Just get to the corner. Just get to the corner. So slowly backing up, not breaking eye contact the whole time. She goes, I'll be right back. I'll be just a minute. I'll be just a minute. Gets around the corner. Second she gets around the corner, sprints to the store, opens the store and gets inside. Out of breath. No idea what's going on. And then the thought, check your phone. So she pulls her phone out and the first text she sees is from her roommate. And it says, 911, are you safe? Scrolls down, looks at all these texts, all her roommates. Where are you? Are you safe? Where are you? Until finally she sees what's happening. One of her roommates texted, dude, everyone went home from church early. Jason, during church, just stood up and started screaming at the top of his lungs. Completely lost it. Then he pulled off all his clothes, ran out of the church, and ran straight into the jungle. Where are you? Are you okay? Oh, no one can find him. She said her blood runs cold and she feels something right behind her. So instantly whips around. No one there. She looks out of the store for a while. Can't see anything. Opens the door and starts quickly walking home. 
when she turns around to look behind the store, nothing there. She goes home. She said, I barely ever saw Jason after that. What I heard is that his parents flew to Hawaii, picked him up, and took him. But that's all. That was her experience with Jason. Mm. That end. (laughs) (laughs) I'm relieved. I'm so relieved. I guess that's probably the scariest church experience then. (laughs) Wasn't even at church. That's pretty insane. It's like, like for anybody, but just like none of us have experienced anything like that at church. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do know a couple people who have had run-ins with, believe it or not, I don't know what you call it, but they believe possessed people. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked this person, I was like, so you could not, like, what did the eyes look like? She said, just jet black. Like there were no whites in his eyes. And I was like, that had to have been insane. She's like, it was the single most scary thing in my entire life. Wow. That's insane. I am definitely going to be asking a lot of my friends who went to BYUH. Do it. Around that time. About but he, she didn't use his real name. So maybe I'll ask her yeah. the real name. Yeah, we'll reach out and see if we can find out anything. Any other maybe personal experiences with him before that happened or during mm. and whatnot. I That's think so wild. the crazy element is like she seems super hyper aware of like in the moment, the exact moves you're about to make are very important. Yeah. I wonder if like she tried, like if she tried to run instead, if some, like he would have chased her. Uh, Cause if he's like five feet away and you're crouching, like that's kind of a, that's a pretty slim chance. If you have some demons on your side too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got that ultra speed. I know an anime speed in Tonga. They say, like, my Tongan companion would be like, when someone's, like, he said this so matter-of-factly. Just this big, huge. Okay, he's like nine foot ten. <laughs> he nine had, foot thirteen. Yeah, he had tra- <laughs> traps to his ears, constantly doing push-ups. And he's like, to be honest, back home, I am the smallest brother. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Anyway, but he was just like back on the island. He's, he would always be like, to be honest. So to be honest, back on the island, when someone becomes possessed, they have very strong. So he said like grandmas and stuff all of a sudden have the ability to just like that's, throw people. That's the same dude who works in the. No. No? Not the same dude? Okay. It's Coca. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Eduate. Eduate. <sighs> Shout out. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see if my friends have anything because it's so like that school is so small. Like how many people go to, people go to BYUH at one time? Like 500. I feel like it's less than a thousand. Like that's a community college, you know, <laughs> but this is an accredited university. Um, that's wild. I thought you were going to talk about, there's two spooky stories in Laie. Ooh, there's, I forgot the specific name. Do you remember? So in, uh, you would go to Laie if you're visiting Oahu as a tourist or something. Your chances of going to Laie or at least passing through are pretty high because you have to pass through Laie to get to the North Shore. I mean, there's another way to drive there, but it's the ugly way. What is that? Pass- 29. Oh, uh, yeah. 29. Yeah, 3,000 uh, yeah, oh, okay. people at BYU. That's still not a lot, you no. know? Like, that was our high school, you know? Anyway, you either drive through going to the North Shore or in Laie. There's something called the PCC or the Polynesian Cultural Center. Which I highly suggest if you're in Oahu. Yeah. 
yeah, great tourist destination. I mean, all the locals have been there too. It's really cool. But it's just a place to learn about Polynesian culture and like see like the fire knife dancing. And uh, it's really dope. But every year, at least growing up, they did like a... So throughout the PCC, it's like a Polynesian Disneyland almost. Hell yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> uh, but there's like a river going through PCC. Canal. Canal that, that's a good one. Canal. And uh, you can like paddle your own canoes going through, looking at all the different villages and whatnot. Um, or they have bigger ones where a guy's like pushing you and like 20 white people or Asians. And it's like a <laughs> brown gondola. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why you go to PCC. Or that's why you would go to Laia is because PCC. Or you're driving through to go to the North Shore. Yeah. But PCC, uh, growing up, they would put on a Halloween like a haunted canoe ride. Ooh. It was pretty fun. And they would do it on uh, the, is it like the Lady of Laia or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Classic horror trope with like the white dress yeah. woman, you know, long hair. But there's a terrifying part in the ride where you're where you're in the canoe and you can see in different parts, like you can see her like peeking like around trees, like just standing there. Ugh. And yeah, I have chills from it. Yeah, from this, this you. fake <laughs> canoe ride <laughs> that you took twenty years ago. Yeah, dude. Unearthing these memories. Dude, shook. Yeah. But uh, the craziest part is when you're in the canoe and uh, she's standing on the bank and she's like fully like shown. She's not hiding behind anything. She's like run on the bank looking at you. And when you get close to her, she like runs out to you on the water, dude. (laughs) And then she like right before she gets to the canoe, she like walks into she like walks into the water and disappears. She's water. You don't see her. You don't see her. Yeah, it's crazy. She just and you just tie in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, straightway. Um, I thought you were going to either talk about uh, Lady Laie or there is some place called Laie Point, and it's really beautiful. <laughs> no point. Oh, I was like, <laughs> um, Laie Point, super beautiful. You watch. Or what this. if the woman in white was just right there? <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying, DJ. I knew it. Laie Point. Yeah, yeah, point. You can watch sunrise. You can also go cliff jumping there. Um, super beautiful. But it is a hotbed for suicides, unfortunately. People jump off. All my and, friends are dead. Yeah. <laughs> People jump off. People have driven off. Oh. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. So I thought you were going to talk about Laia Point. Nope. And then maybe. <laughs> so this is a new one. This is exciting because this is like my home. Laia is like 30 minutes away from my hometown, so. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm just going off on Hawaii. Yeah, what else? <laughs> Hawaii's really cool, guys. Leonard's yeah. Cakes. Yeah, <laughs> Leonard's Bakery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, dude. No worries. Was man. that it? I mean, that's it for me Don't. tonight. Don't. I do have a scary story that happened in Wyoming near Jackson. Really? I do. Hmm. Tell. Next episode. Ah! <laughs> okay. All right, guys. One more thing for you. Ooh. So, have you ever been at work? <laughs> no. And no, never. Had Not something, in the last six months. <laughs> had something you couldn't explain happen to you. Something scary. While at work? While at work. Something scary at work. Like maybe working late hours. I will say since Corona started, 
no one's at my office. And I wasn't working there for a long time, but I started going in more and more because the internet stomps my internet at home. <laughs> but there is something creepy about working in offices alone, especially all the lights are like on motion. So after like an hour, it's like goes dark in the just entire the one office. light. Yeah. And I don't turn it on because I'm just working. I prefer the dark <laughs> molded by, it. <laughs> but it is creepy. It's like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So, uh, I have another story for you. Yes. And I will be sharing it with our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Some experience shared with us from a listener happened to them while they were working. So, so if you guys want to go here, if you're not a patron already, go ahead and head over to www. <laughs> if you want to listen to our bonus stories uh, and give us your money. Go over to patreon.com slash the 3 a.m. pod. There you go. That's what I was going to say, dude. <laughs> let me finish. It's also in the link in our bio and our Instagram. So, And if you're not, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a minute. Here we go. So almost 15 years ago now, I worked at this coffee shop in the west side of Chicago. that used to be some kind of old warehouse back in the day. And it was... There are ghosts that come to you, like Sarah. And there are you that come to ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you are like following the breadcrumbs of ghosts, like that's your fault. Whatever happens, you know, I feel like. Yes, so. blame the victim. Yeah. <laughs> are we back yet? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's not a fair comparison. <laughs> But uh, I'm just kidding. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, are we back yet? Are we coming back from Patreon? I don't know. No, that, I, I know that's what you're it. saying. It's, it's definitely not a fair comparison, but we'll be honest. Like most people are a little are aware of their agency. It's like if you're putting yourself in this situation, it's like, come on, you're kind of inviting some things that do. This is dangerous. <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel like I'm about to get canceled. No, but like if you go to a haunted a haunted graveyard and you bring like a weed it's board. true it's though like, dude you're, you're bringing it on yourself kind, yeah haunted situations will stick with, the, with that like yeah <laughs> but strictly <it's> like, strictly <laughs> haunted <laughs> situations but it's like you, you we've all seen it in this in the horror movies it's like they see like the kid running down the hallway on the ceiling and they're like what is that and Guys, then they'll follow it <laughs> i think we should split up yeah yeah i think we should split up it's like no why? <laughs> yeah so if um, your life is a is a movie and you're making a decision that the entire audience would yell no to, it's like <laughs> then it's your own damn fault. Yeah. Whatever happens next, like type it up and send it into us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your content. No. Nah. Tonight was awesome. Tonight was fun. Loved it. I love yeah. being back into it. I loved every story was a user sub. Mm-hmm. It was a yeah. listener submission, yeah. which is the goal. Yeah. Yeah. We really want to, we've, since the beginning, we kind of want to get to the point where people would send in their stories and then we just go off of user submitted stories. Yeah. Because it's what we started with asking people, yeah. do you have any scary stories? So yeah. I think we kind of made it. It's just a little milestone. I'll count it. <laughs> yeah. Little victories. But uh, that's us tonight. Thank you everyone again for tuning in. We've only made it this far because of you guys. So thank you so much. We love you. If you need someone to talk to or have any questions or just want to chat, hit us up on our DMs. Uh, we're 
we're open. Totally. Uh, and just so you know, patrons out there, for all your support, we are putting every dollar back into the podcast. It's been fun. We got, we're slowly getting things that we need to, you know, be to where we want to be. Make this a little cooler for us and for you guys. Totally. You know, uh, audio visual wise. Yeah. So, um, with else? that, uh, with that, trust your gut, watch your back. Bye. Love you. Be safe. Be careful out there and question everything. Yes. Cool. Bye. See ya. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of 3AM. If you want to support us, visit our Patreon where patrons have access to exclusive content. If you're not able to support us monetarily, don't worry. This episode is on us. You can still rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. It really does go a long way. You can also follow us on social media. Our handle everywhere, including Patreon, is the 3AM pod. Finally, do you have any scary stories? If so, submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From DNA testing to the Dixie Mafia, Crime Capsule brings you new stories of true crime in American history. I'm your host, Benjamin Morris. Join us for exclusive interviews with authors from Arcadia Publishing, writing the hottest books on the most chilling stories of our country's past. You can find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts or on evergreenpodcasts.com. Crime Capsule. History so interesting, it's criminal.